1: Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast for Yahoo Sports Canada. I'm your host, William Liu. I'm joined by Vivek. It's after hours, late after hours at Scotiabank. It's uh, the mood after game two a lot better than the mood after game one. That's for certain. The Raptors smacking the uh, Orlando Magic by a score of 111-82. to What was that stat you just hit me with before we started doing the pod? Uh,
2: This is the biggest win in postseason franchise history. Mm. Uh, And the previous one... Was Game Seven against the Miami Heat, where, if you might remember, Kyle Lowry went off again.
1: Yeah, listen. Um, so we did a we did a preview podcast the two of us, uh, about what nine hours ago. Yeah, around three o'clock about right that. now. It's about eleven forty. Um, I think you and I we weren't entirely sure if Kyle was going to score fifteen points. <laughs> Kyle definitely had fifteen plus points today, and uh, I th- what did you have Raptors by? 12-plus, I said. 12-plus? Yeah, convincing win. I said 8. I said it was going to be a tight game. This is not a tight game. We were, nope. we were wrong. Why were you listening to us in the first place? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, listen. That Obviously, 2016, Game 7 against the Heat. Kyle is 35. Um, probably one of the best Raptor performances of all time. Kawhi has one of the best Raptor performances of all time. But I think the biggest story out of this game, obviously, is Kyle Lowry bouncing back in Game 2.
2: Yeah, for sure. And, again... You know, I think there might have it might have been easy for negativity to creep in, uh, some anxiety to creep in when Kyle, you know, he gets to the free throw line in the first minute of the game, he misses the first free throw, and everyone could have moaned and groaned, mm. but it was crazy. The crowd, they showed all the love they could for him, they got on their feet, they gave him a standing ovation before he could even take the second free throw. yeah he makes the second might have been a little embarrassing uh to get to get to have all that noise for one point um but then after that, you look at the defense that he played mm-hmm. uh getting up I, I, into uh, evan fournier uh when he when he was on d j august and managed him really really well um and then, you know, th- th- that sort of led to the full KLO experience, right? Then then the threes came. Then uh, the assists came. And it was all just a great flow. The chemistry he had uh, with Marcus All defensively, I thought, was incredible. Uh, defending pick and rolls. Uh, so, all in all, you know, I think this is part of why you were frustrated. We were frustrated mm-hmm. with that game one loss, right? Yeah. Because we know that this is... Uh, the full k uh, K-Lo experience. This is what we usually expect from Kyle Lowry, and he delivered this time.
1: Yeah, and that's why the discourse was ridiculous. People were like, oh, zero points, but he impacted the game in other ways. Yeah, he's always going to impact the game in other ways. He's an incredibly clever player um, and a very gritty player as well. But like, You just expect that. That's, a big, that's sort of the yeah. base standard of what you expect from him. It. It's like, come on. No, 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 no. This is when Kyle Lowry shows up. like, And when Kyle shows up, like, he's everywhere. Yeah. And he makes game-changing plays. The way Nick Nurse described Kyle um, heading into the playoffs was, like, you know, Kyle has this rare ability where he's just going to make, like, four or five game-changing plays. And it just, like, stretches a close game into a blowout. It stretches a, a deficit into a lead. I mean, this is this is what Kyle does today. Kyle, Kyle Lowry plays 37 minutes. A little bit high considering the score. But, you know, whatever. It's fine. He had a great night they're also friday it's all good exactly they got lots, lots of time kyle Lowry was plus 30 tonight you know what i mean this is yeah. when i look at plus minus all right that plus 11 in game one yeah i don't really care about it that much today plus 30 that plus 30 is completely um deserved on kyle Lowry's part uh you know the two things that really stood out to me one um a the crowd right the crowd was incredible right mm-hmm. like after that first free throw that he hit, it literally sounded like one the Raptors he hit a hundred points for free pizza in yeah. a loss to like the Sacramento Kings back in like twenty twelve. <laughs> it's is another direct memory of mine as a sad Raptors fan. But um, yeah, I mean you know Kyle like it just the crowd was so supportive and the, the the way the the night ended. You know Kyle gets subbed out. Um, you know late in the fourth quarter, the entire crowd gets an ovation before that. Kawhi gets that ovation we'll talk plenty about Kawhi as well because he was also really good but you know the way that the city got behind kyle especially during a very difficult moment like you know like yeah the guy took a lot of heat and i think deservedly so but um you know everyone is behind him no matter what right like it's like when he disappoints you it's only because you want him to be better and you know he can be better and today he was better and so the um, hardest
2: on the ones we love
1: yeah, it's very clear that you and I are both product of uh, immigrant parenting. <laughs> but, um, but no, but seriously, though, that A, that was just super heartwarming to see that reaction from the crowd. B, I couldn't believe Kyle Lauer was driving the way he was today. There was one play where, um, I just remember, like, looking quickly at my laptop, just look at Twitter and see what was going on. The Magic had just scored a random bucket. And I looked up, and Kyle had already taken the ball from out of the – like, of the ball yeah. and gone to the other side of the floor for a layup in about yeah. four seconds. And yeah. I'm thinking, like,
2: where was this all season? There was just so much aggression. Like, it, it was borderline, like, disrespect swag, right? Like, you cannot guard me. Who are you DJ Augustine? Who are you? <laughs> no, seriously, DJ <laughs> Augustine tonight, one of six. And I mean, he had I thought I thought they were going to hold DJ Augustine to zero points at one point, you know, in the first half he was at zero and then he you know, there there was that stretch of calls. Uh, <laughs> oh man, the Mark the Mark Davis effect. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he goes to the line and gets a couple free throws, so um, you know, he was able to get some points that way, but again, a largely ineffective night and it's, that, that's pretty much been the story for him. Uh, since you know the beginning of the second half of last game, if you as long as you, you know you just take out that final minute. Yeah. I mean, it's off the game-winning three. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, Kyle Lowry, that level of aggressiveness. I mean, that would we've only seen that when Kawhi hasn't been in the lineup, that version of Kyle Lowry. So to see it in a playoff game with Kawhi in there, mm. with Kawhi still being able to do what he does, mm. uh, and play like playoff Kawhi. If you can get both of those together. Mm
1: finals baby you know that's that's the angle of your piece <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> i see you so excited no for real that's the that's the exact thing how, how long have we been talking about that right like you only get one or the other no we got both yeah. tonight and when you the raptors get both consistently you know what i mean i don't, I don't know if know. you want to say your prediction but i'm saying Raptors definitely going to the finals if you get this cow and this Kawhi. so basically and you, and uh, you said further yeah you know. no
2: i i i think this version of this team um Assuming you get a bit more than zero points out of Danny Green.
1: Uh, yeah, Danny's had a tough series so far. But, you know, Danny will bounce back. We know he's steady. Yeah.
2: This this version of Kyle Lowry, this version of Kawhi Leonard, the way Marcus Soul played. Uh, Pascal Siakam just casually, you know, dropping 19 and 10.
1: What? <laughs> he had 19 and 10? This is <laughs> the thing. I, I honestly don't remember any Pascal play. I don't even think I wrote about him. But that's the ten thing. things.
2: This version of this team, I said it before, I'll say it now. This team can compete with Golden State. In a in a final series, I would I, obviously Golden State would be the favorites. I would pick them to win because they have the experience factor.
1: Mm. But well, that's if it get past Montrez Harrell, you know. Well, yeah. hey, hey, man, uh, who will Raptors Clippers to decide who Kawhi resigns with? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the Raptors <laughs> Clippers finals. Um,
2: but yeah, this is man. The ceiling of this team is really high, man.
1: This is like, and I didn't know Kyle could still do this, right? Because like, I've done like what three podcasts since like Game One. And I'm, the whole time I'm just thinking about like the way Kyle can score, and I'm like the way he just he just can't drive as much anymore because all season he hasn't really driven. Like you could look at all the numbers and everything. I like heard that right. It's like the lowest percentage of his shots uh, at the restricted area uh, for his entire career. And then you look at it tonight, an entirely different player, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm and I I'm like not afraid to say whatsoever. I was wrong about the way Kyle can score because apparently Kyle can still do this. There was that spin move he pulled off against Terrence Ross. He pulled off a spin move. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he hard planted, spun. Kept Terrence on his back, a bigger player, and then, like, went in for the lay. But I'm just thinking, like, where was all this? Like, aggressive baseline drives. There's one where Marcus found him, sort of an impromptu baseline cut. He gets to the rim. He finishes over, I think, Gordon or Isaac. Like, mm-hmm. obviously way bigger, way more athletic players. And I'm just thinking, like, where was this level of play? And, um, you know, to be honest, it doesn't even matter to me anymore. Like, as long as if if, if Kyle has a playoff gear and he's been saving it for this and he's capable of performances like this, not even every game. You know what I mean? Like, because in most games we just need like fifteen points out of Kyle and some then some defense and some assists. But if he can crank it up when he needs to and get to the basket and also hit the threes and be in a rhythm, get to the foul line, this is incredible. This is yeah. like twenty sixteen Kyle. Yeah, and I I think sometimes, uh, you know,
2: because of how effective Kyle Lowry can be at distributing the ball um, he can forget to sort of call his own number and he can sort of put so many people ahead of him where, you know, he needs to understand in order for the, for the ceiling of this team to be achieved, he's got to be a big part of that as well. Now, again, I, I I still maintain the fact that with the way Siakam has developed with the addition of Marcus All, with the way, you know, Kawhi Leonard can give you 37 on 22 shots. Um, in 33 minutes. <laughs> I'm just looking man, at that now. <laughs> just, oh, Listen, Kyle is just the opening act. Man. We got to um, talk about Kawhi after this. Uh, you know, everything Kyle does is a compliment to those guys, but it can't be lost that they still need, you know, him to provide that sort of cherry on top.
1: Yeah, for sure. Again, like, I mean, this has been true for as long as Kyle has been here. As Kyle goes, the Raptors go. Mm -hmm. It's no coincidence that Kyle goes out for 22 points tonight. Rappers win by, you know, 29. Yep. You know? So, Kyle, great performance. uh, Really heartwarming. Again, sorry, Kyle. We were wrong about you. Apparently, you can score at every level, and and we're very happy for you. But um, Kawhi Leonard. Yep. See, Kyle wasn't even the best player on the floor tonight. That was Kawhi Leonard. That is. And it, it wasn't even just Kawhi was the best player on the floor. Kawhi was, like, top three NBA player best player in the east. I mean, yeah, Giannis is scaring me, but you know, Giannis can't score like this. I don't
2: think so, man. Yeah. And and that's the thing when when those possessions, you know, if if it were to play out uh with the top 2 teams in the east facing each other, those possessions where Kawhi is guarding Giannis, I think that's going to be a big factor. Um you you look at how important it is for Giannis to get into the paint. And then that's where Kawhi can separate himself, right? Like, you know, obviously he was, he was in the bag uh, with all the offensive moves and doing whatever he wanted to do. But even defensively, the impact that he can have. I mean, that, that's what Nick Nurse even talked about uh, at the podium. It, it's almost like they know that Kawhi can get his offense whenever he wants, right? I mean, especially when he gets deep in the paint. There were times he, he got deep in the paint and Gordon was right there and Isaac was right there and it didn't matter. He just, he, you know, he just bodies them. Boom. I got the space I need balls going up, lay up. And again, defensively when he's able to force turnovers, when he's able to make reads, um, you know, that he, he has that special ability uh, when offensive players go into that crossover where he's able to poke uh, at the ball, you know, right as it's touching the ground and poke it away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it, i i feel like he's almost been teaching OG that a little bit uh who yeah, again is is still missing uh but Get yeah, well, OG. he has the full package and again when you have a player like this on your team you can go into a game against anyone mm-hmm. knowing that you can win and that's a swag that's a belief that the raptors have
1: never had before i mean it's that's exactly right it's ridiculous watching him like in... You know, he was good. He was really good in game one. Um, but, like, the way he attacked tonight, I mean, like, he just did – he did anything he wanted to, right? Um, one of the obvious adjustments we talked about was that we wanted to see more Kawhi with Mark pick and roll. And yeah. I, think, I think Nick Nurse is also someone who sees common sense. He's looked at the tape. He saw that, look, it's nice that Aaron Gordon can, you know, body him up in the post, but can he stay with Kawhi off the dribble? Can he – uh, climb around a Marc Gasol screen. What are they going to do in that situation? And most importantly, what's Vucevic going to do, right? Yep. Because low key, Vucevic has been a liability for the the, the Magic over yep. the first two games, and he's their best player. And Steve Clifford even talked about how they got to get new ways to get uh, Vucevic going. But how do you even get him going when his confidence is constantly getting demoralized by Kawhi, like just drilling daggers in his face, looking him dead in the eye, just like oh, I'll just pull up from deep. Yeah, I'll get to the elbow. I'll, I'll put you off balance. I'll, I'll, I'll rise up. I'll shoot. Um,
2: and that's, so that's the other thing. You, you look at Orlando, the way they play defense, the way they've mm-hmm. been the number one defensive team uh, for the past few months. Um, they play such organized team defense yep. that when you have an individual player just going off like that, there's no scheme for that. There is no and brought. so and so when Steve Clifford comes to the press conference before a single question is even asked and says I was surprised with what happened in the third and fourth quarter. Guess what? When when your players are trying to do what they've done, you know, to steal game one, to sort of make a run, to ma- maybe make a game of it, heading into the third quarter, and then Kawhi just do- does what he does, where you know you're saying, man, we got this guy in foul trouble, and mm-hmm. and, and there's literally nothing we can do. That has to get your head down. That has to discourage you on some level.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, Butcher's only played twenty five minutes tonight. Um, He's six for twenty one now in the series. Yeah, and look, listen. I don't. It doesn't really matter. Like it. This is the thing, right? I I think sometimes when you look at regular season matchups. And you look at sort of the history between two players and something like that. You might look at it like, yeah, Gordon has had some success. He can do this and this against Kawhi. But then with the truly great players, they just elevate, and then all of a sudden, it doesn't matter what kind of defense you're playing is. Like Aaron Gordon played pretty good defense against Kawhi tonight. The Raptors have firsthand experience of that. Yeah, this is but- like honestly, this was LeBron esque, and I, I'm sorry to bring that up. You know, you know, uh, I think Kawhi obviously is his own man and things like this. But the way I looked at it, it was like. Lebronto, but in reverse. This was, I mean? this, like, was, this, this was this was this was this is honestly how it must have felt to have LeBron on that team because like you know there were stretches in, in in last year's series where LeBron would remember game two he started was just I was just about to say that. Yeah, those random like fadeaway yep. shots, and you're just like, what? Like, come on, you're just toying with us. Yeah, that's what Kawhi was doing. He was just yep. toying with them. Except he's not, you know, as. Uh, uh much of a dick basically as, <laughs> as, as lebron is because kawaii um, is obviously more straightforward and you know whatever but i mean he he, mean,
2: he, he had those couple of plays where he got to the rim and he was like this is so easy Yo. i'm gonna try and change it up here and
1: then he missed but <laughs> no no that's yeah You're talking about that one play where he like um i don't i forget if he split the defense or if like hit a spin move or whatever or a crossover but he like broke down the defense went yeah. straight down the lane Spun, missed a layup at the rim, and then he came back literally just like, all right, I'll just steal the ball. Yeah. And then he took it to the court for a layup. And I'm like, yo, this is an incredible feeling. This is just an incredible feeling. Um, and, yeah, I mean, this is, again, do you think anyone's going to complain about load management? <laughs> load management? Please. What do I, why do I need Kawhi to play a random game against uh, the Hornets on a Sunday? No, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that. I, I need Kawhi yeah. to do this in the playoffs. And he looks incredible, man. He yep. looks incredible. And, um, I mean, you know, what other takeaways did you have from this game? Because I think, to be honest, the entire starting lineup played pretty well uh, outside of Danny Green. Um, and that was enough to basically get everyone, like, well, Kawhi's plus 37. <laughs> plus 37. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. I, I, I will, uh, give Nick Nurse some credit for the mm-hmm. rotation changes. Yeah. Um, I thought, uh, Using Jody Meeks a bit more in the transitional units, where you know now you either had Pascal Siakam or you had uh, Kawhi Leonard at the four. I thought that worked out a lot better. Um, and you know, frankly, it it could have created more problems with him with the rotation with Kawhi picking up the uh, the two early yeah. fouls, with Gasol picking up the two early fouls. Uh, and and have they
1: slapped Kawhi with that like third foul it was a loose ball foul. On like a yeah. just random rebound. yeah, And it, it wasn't even being egregious or yeah. anything. It's just yeah. a run-of-the-mill challenge for a rebound. They were like, oh, Kawhi Leonard superstar, you got a third foul in yeah. the first half. Well, they then, don't do that to other superstars. So they and really then don't.
2: Kawhi was just like, whatever, I got to keep my steal-to-foul ratio up. And mm. this guy, like, that's insane. This guy has more steals in his career than fouls.
1: I mean, and even tonight, if he was, you know, foul-prone kind of at least, at least he had three fouls for a long time. Yeah, three fouls, two steals, and again the way Only he minus one the way he managed that foul trouble, right? Like
2: you would think, a guy picks up two early fouls. Um, if he stays in the game, he's going to be a bit more tentative. Yep. He's not going to be as aggressive, but it, it changed nothing. You know, he he still you know was looking to poke at ball balls on the defensive end, looked to attack, you know, with ferocity on offense, and. That's incredible to see, and that that shows the level of confidence he has in his game. Um, and again, is also to an extent, uh, maybe you know certain superstars know that once they get that uh, you know that second foul call on them that. You know, especially on TNT, maybe maybe the ref are going to think twice about getting that third to him in the first quarter. <laughs> LeBron. 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 Uh, so, yeah, all in all, um, again, uh, the rotation, I, I, I think, uh, w- was a lot better, um, especially with, you know, keeping one of uh, Siakam or Kawhi at the four. Um, and, again, you know, uh, using Gasol, uh, in the middle of that second quarter, you know, maybe you were looking at, uh, Kyle and Kawhi to start the second quarter and saying, okay, what's going to happen in the middle of the second. Um, cause that's where the Raptors got exposed last time when the magic went up 16, uh, and took that 57 41 lead. But this time with Gasol coming back in again, you're able to keep the offense in the flow. Um, and then yeah, third quarter, once that Kawhi show was, was on, it was done.
1: Yeah. And, um, I mean, there's a lot of great performances tonight. I mean, Pascal. I thought him playing such long extended. It's not just he played 36 minutes. He plays. He played like full 12 minute stretches.
2: We could literally do a two hour podcast. There's so much to talk I feel about. So Gasol, good. Gasol defensively.
1: Gasol defensively. I mean his Man. hands. I mean, Woo, Nick Vucevic, buddy. Listen.
2: You think about you know what he's lost in terms of uh, being able to move laterally, but. The IQ, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's how that's how you're still able to get in those passing lanes. That's how you still be able to make those reads. And uh, his impact again. He's another guy. I think you know uh, he didn't attempt a shot in the first half.
1: Didn't have to. He didn't have to. Right. He was just setting screens. The Magic were, you know, letting <laughs> letting Kawhi play one on one. Kawhi was like, all right, I'll score. And And yeah. when they double Kawhi, started taking some shots. Yeah. This this team. They just, started popping threes.
2: So many weapons, man.
1: It's and, and you know what, though, and it really does. I'm really happy that a, a team like this has a lot of veterans on it, too, because like guys are willing to sacrifice. Yeah, that's the thing. Kyle's Absolutely. you know, Kyle's sacrificed basically all year. Gasol, since he's come in, has been one of the most unselfish players I've ever seen, especially for someone who's that capable.
2: To your point, um, this is a little thing. There was a play where Siakam drove to the rim, mm. and Gasol was wide open at the top of the arc right and in most cases you would expect a player to maybe be a little down that he didn't get the kick out yeah siakam missed at the rim and right as soon as he missed Gasol's looking at the ref ask is saying that there was a shove on siakam you got to call that Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. that's what that's where you're talking about veteran leadership you're talking about uh sacrificing you're talking about uh, being unselfish right i thought i thought that epitomized that perfectly
1: yeah for sure um by the way, at one point, the the different disparity in foul calls, thirteen to six. <laughs> Mark Davis, people, Mark Davis. Every time he's in Toronto, he's probably got nine one one on speed though. Um, <laughs> let's talk about three stars. No, but for real though, He remember he, he actually got uh, yeah. he got that security escort that one time because c- okay. <laughs> he screwed up a game against the Thunder. Like, who cares, man? Like, just walk out of the arena. No one's gonna pull up on you.
2: Was that the one where Casey got a tech out of nowhere?
1: Yeah, because Corey Brewer fouled Demar Derozan on a layup. Yeah, and that was like uh what is a game changing call or a non call at least. Yeah, but, but someone uh, but someone random did
2: something, and he thought it was Casey, and then he just like ejected Casey, and I think they were. Oh just yeah, like,
1: yeah, no, that was uh, I think Demar got ejected at the end of that game. Casey yeah, got yeah, ejected. Yeah, yeah. Someone else got attacked, yeah. maybe JV or some. Yeah, maybe Kyle. Was, I, I forget, but it was probably Serge. <laughs> probably Serge. <laughs> that's, that's probably why you need the security detail, man. Who knows? Serge might have a pull up on him with a, uh, you know, with the fists. Um. Mm. Let's let's hand out three stars. Yeah, let's hand out three stars. First star. That's tough, honestly. Kyle and Kawhi both play really well. Who but who are you giving first star to? It's Kawhi Leonard, man. Like that was insane.
2: Like I know, I know, Yo. especially after the game <laughs> one. So good. <laughs> this, is so, <laughs>
1: this is such a stupid performance, man.
2: But yeah, when he's playing like that, I mean, and and he, I'm pretty sure he just missed like a couple of shots at the end. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He, oh, was, yeah, yeah. he, he was like. 12 for 15 at one point i think i mean 15 for 22 is still crazy um yeah he came in yeah. took a couple threes try to get to 40 that level of don- dominance in 33 minutes Dude.
1: the same, same number of minutes he played last game i know well here's the thing yeah. if you just play your best lineups you could still keep minutes down because you're just going to win those lineups by a lot of points yeah and this is the thing you didn't you, you know nick nurse didn't go oh play gasol and ibaka together no need Exactly. All right, just just play Pascal and Kawhi, power forward. Let them handle the minutes. They can play extended minutes. They have talked about they're they're ready and they're they're capable of doing it. And um,
2: wasn't that hilarious when Nurse was saying that he 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 took Kawhi out? At, what was it? The yeah, end he, of the third? Yeah, he played the full- he, was, he was like, I'm going to give you two minutes off, mm-hmm. um, and then be ready to go. And Kawhi's like, Yeah, I'm ready to go now. Yeah. <laughs> why do you think you load management the whole time, man? Let's <laughs> let's
1: go already. Let's play. I, I'm not trying to lose again. Um, Kawhi's stat line, 37 points, 15 of 22 shooting, four of eight from three, three of three from the free throw line. It's actually hilarious. Kawhi's only taking six free throws in two games. (laughs) Come on, guys. Give him some. Anyway, whatever. He didn't need the help tonight. Um, four rebounds, four assists, two steals, uh, plus 37. Plus 37 in 33 minutes. Incredible night from Kawhi Leonard. Unstoppable, really. And it's like, it's beyond the fact that, um, he was scoring so efficiently. It was the psychic effect of just like the comfort in knowing <laughs> Kawhi could literally score at any time. Let's yeah. don't worry about anything. Yeah, and so um, great performance like by Kawhi. I'm gonna go with Kyle Lowry, second star, 22 points in 37 minutes, eight of 13 from the field, two of four from deep. I like this because this means he actually took nine twos and four threes and normally he would take nine threes and four twos yeah but today he was actually able to score from two-point range he shot six and nine from uh, two-point range so you know that's something that kyle needs to do like he to balance his offense and the fact that he was actually and you know, we talked about how he can adjust by going to the mid-range and stuff he didn't settle for the mid-range he was just like i got dj augustine on me i'm gonna go to the basket and he and, and he great. gave you what you wanted to mm.
2: you, you talked about that one play in game one where he looked to take the charge on augustine yep and then this time he blocked him. <laughs> this time he blocked him.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kyle was everywhere. I mean, this is a classic Kyle stat line. 22 points, 8 of 13, 2 of 4 from 3, 4 or 5 from the free throw line. He, he could have got more if they literally ever give him continuation. Four rebounds, uh, seven assists, two steals, and a block shot, plus 30 in 37 minutes. Um, I mean, it doesn't even encapsulate everything he did, man. I mean, the guy's also diving on the floor for loose balls. You Taking know, charges. Took a charge. You know, Michael Carter Williams elbowed him in the face. Yo, yeah, and he only got a tech. How's that? How's that a tech? That's a flagrant one. That's I don't know. One hundred percent of. We literally just saw Embiid do that to Jared Allen the other night. Like I don't, and I don't know how you would have two different calls for that. But um, third star. There's a couple options here. I think Pascal deserves it a little bit, but I think honestly, Marcus all might deserve it more just for his defense. Man. I
2: agree. I agree. Uh, yeah. Again, you talk about. Uh, for me personally, you know, I I do feel you know there is. A psychological effect of taking out uh, the opponent's best player, mm-hmm. and Steve Clifford's talked about Vucevic being their best guy. And um, again, for the se- it didn't second look like game, it tonight. again, yeah, second second night in a row where he hasn't been able to get anything going. Uh, he was scoreless in the first half too. So uh, you know, while Gasol was uh, was scoring out of because you know out of an unselfishness and just not needing to, Vucevic was literally getting shut down. So um, yeah, his impact defensively, and again, just being able to be another facilitator in the offense, um, another pivot point. Um, you know, uh, definitely a deserved third star.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And again, like this is why you trade for a guy like this because we are there are 16 game players, there are 82 game players. Gasol is a 16 game player, man. Yeah, and no uh, doubt. In that third quarter there where the Raptors really stretched the lead. I mean, the Raptors won the quarter 39 to 27. Wow. Um, Gasol. I mean, just him splashing those threes. Just having him as an option at the top of the key where he's like, oh, no one's open for a cut. I guess I'll just shoot the three. And having a center who can shoot really just frees up so much for your offense. And then obviously defensively. I mean, he's been sensational. So um, those are your three stars. The Gerald Henderson Award. uh, I don't even know. You know, I'll I'll,
2: I'll, I'll give give it to Terrence Ross for that little stretch when he got hot, uh, being guarded by Fred Van Vliet.
1: Yeah, Um, that's a bit of an issue. Uh, Fred is, like, 5'10", and Terrence Ross is, like, 6'6", and Terrence Ross has, like, a 40-inch vertical.
2: But game three, that's probably Patrick McCaw.
1: Yeah, Pat McCaw. So, he's close. Very close. He's practicing and stuff.
2: Yeah. So, to update on the situation, he did practice uh yesterday he did actually try to go through some warm-up routines before Mm -hmm. the game uh tonight but couldn't ultimately get the green light so um with another couple of days rest going into friday um especially if they can put on another performance like this you could see maybe some low leverage minutes just to get him back in the flow
1: yeah second quarter burst of energy i mean that's basically when
2: as low leverage as playoff minutes get anyway
1: yeah exactly um. Yeah, I mean, what what did what did Ross have tonight? Uh, 15, Fifteen points, five of 10 shooting, three of seven from the three. I don't like that they keep giving that foul call because he's just yeah. kind of jumping and then putting yeah. his legs out like that's it's not annoying. a foul. Like it's you know, like Kyle does the same thing, but they don't give Kyle continuation. So I don't see why Terrence Ross. He's gotten one uh, in each of these two games, and in game one, I saw the replay. He definitely kicked his leg out. Yeah, and that's a super annoying call because like it's just it's not a foul. Like otherwise, how are you supposed to guard shooters? Yeah. They could just kick their legs out, right? So, um, there was also the Patrick Patterson award, which is for the Raptor player that underperformed as, as compared to expectations. Norm Powell? Yeah, I'll probably pick Norm. I yeah. mean, Fred didn't have a great game either. Right. Defensively, he wasn't good. He only shot one of five, but mm-hmm. Norm just had so many open threes. Yeah. And he just kept breaking them. But yeah. Norm did have one nice driving kick to Kawhi. That's probably the only positive memory I have of Norm, but. Listen, this is the nature of Norman Powell. He's going to suck for, like, five games in a row, and then he'll give you, like, a 25-point performance.
2: He doesn't have Dwayne Casey to save anymore.
1: Wow.
0: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, UnitedHealthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can.
1: Man, Dwayne Casey would kill to have Norman Powell in Detroit right now. <laughs>
0: I
2: mean,
1: it's not changing anything start in that thon, series. They start <laughs> not
2: changing anything in that series. <laughs> That's damn, a sweep.
1: Damn, damn. Yo, Dwayne Casey's really going to get swept four to five years. And that one who didn't get swept, he lost the series by 100 points. <laughs> Yo, this is going to be like one of the worst playoff resumes ever, man. I feel bad for him. This is not his fault, but it's it's unfortunate what happened to Dwayne Casey. Anyway, listen, we could have talked about this game all night long, but uh, we gotta we got to go home and stuff, and we got to let people – uh, you know, clean up Scotiabank and stuff. So for myself, for Vivek, thanks for listening to Raptors Love Everything. And so programming note, we're going to continue the Raptors uh, uh, reaction podcast um, while we're on the road. So I'm going to be in Orlando to cover the series. Um, so, you know, I think the coverage plan is probably going to be the same. Probably hear a little bit more of Ahmed on the show. Although, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll Skype you. Who knows? You'll be watching yeah. the games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so look out for that. So um, thanks again to everyone for listening. Again, support the show, rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, we'll be back after game three.
0: When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance.